All right, welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with Chuck here. Hey, hey. How's it going, Chuck? Good, man. It sounded like you were going to get say something else besides Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Mike? Question mark? <laughs> I was reading the teleprompter and somebody put a fucking question mark in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So we are here to talk about the finale drop for White Lotus Season 2 in Sicily. Yeah, Chuck, si, prego. Yeah. Give me your take on it. All right. So, first of all, great finale. For mm-hmm. me, For me, it's the second best season finale. It's not a serious finale, but it's the second best finale of the year. For me, the first was Atlanta season four, which was a serious finale. But yeah, great, great ending. Um, for me, I think there were so many red herrings throughout the season. And it was almost like the obvious thing. The most obvious thing was the thing that was going to happen compared to like season one where um, Armand ended up getting accidentally stabbed (laughs) where this season, like there was an intentional thing happening, which, um, you know, Greg setting up Tanya to be murdered. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, uh, but the way it ended up turning out and, how she died fit with how she lived. That's for sure. So, um, but yeah, I, I, it was really good. I, I really like without going into the details of the show, cause we'll talk about that, but I really like Mike white. And if you watch it, watch, make sure you watch the interview after the show. Definitely. Just how, how he writes and how he directs, and his filmmaking and the intertwining of music during conversations and how he seemed to write. First off, the difference between the two seasons and how, in in all honesty, at the end of this season, I think season two was better than season one, which I don't think I would have said that throughout the first two episodes. Yeah. Um, this season, which were good, but it was it was almost like Tanya overkill. And then her character evolved when Quentin and them showed up um, and Greg left and it became a better show. And I think season two. With the different. It seemed there was more real conflicts mm-hmm. and. I just love the way that he writes for with specific, seemingly specific actors in mind. You know, like I, I think he wrote Harper for Aubrey Plaza. Uh, there's no other person yeah. that can. The, he wrote Aubrey Plaza as a character. I mean, there's <laughs> they didn't put her as Daphne or Portia or any like the, Harper's Aubrey Plaza and Plaza's Harper. Uh, Finkel's Einhorn, right? And it's just, <laughs> it was just so well 
Well done. And I mean, we've talked about openings um, to shows and the opening credit sequences and how they've become like many productions of their own. But yeah, the, the opening is just so amazing. Like, and heart pound, like it starts off slow and then like flash cuts and heart pounding music. It's such a, it's a good, it's a great show that probably shouldn't be a great show. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. And we're watching people on vacation, like yeah. argue with like rich people not leaving the hotel basically, except for Tanya and them leave the hotel, but, um, and just doing rich people shit and then getting into conflict. Yeah. It's, and, it's 1% world problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the conflicts, 99% of the conflicts get resolved or resolved in their way, which we may not understand and not being part of the 1%, but yeah. Um, except for Tanya. So we'll talk more about that, but what, uh, what was your, I know I rambled on with a bunch of different things, no, but what no. are your thoughts and impressions on, on the finale of the season compared to season one? No, I, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, it was a phenomenal show, phenomenal season. I mean, the production, you know, the HBO was gotten behind this show after season one, and they know they have a dynamite show now. Um, and I I agree. I think it was better than season one just because season one, rewatching it seems so – and it is a satirical show because they make yeah. fun of a lot of stuff, and it's all, you know, a lot of parody. But it seemed more grounded than the first season was because, like, remember Steve Zahn was, like, all worried about, like, ball cancer yeah, yeah and then yeah. he finds out his dad like died from aids and yeah. um i mean it's it just like all of this like in in um alexander daddario's on her honeymoon and she hates her like new husband and then she gets career advice from yeah. steve zahn's wife and then gets shit on because <laughs> the article yeah. she thought the article sucked uh it just it this one seemed much more grounded much more consequential I mean, obviously, like a lot of people died by the end of this episode, uh, yeah. you know, the end of the finale. Um, but I think Mike White is just knocking it out of the park. I mean, this is this is probably his biggest thing to date. I mean, he did School of Rock and I mean, though, you know, they had cult followings and stuff. But now it's Enlighten. Enlightenment, yeah. I think, is a TV show. Yeah. 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 And and now it's just I mean, this is going to compete with Succession and stuff like that. I mean, this is this is basically Succession on vacation. If you took Roman Roy on and put him on holiday, yeah. <laughs> I think this is how it would turn out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree, and I think that's where. Like, I think it. I, I heard this somewhere else. I don't know where, but they were talking about Succession and how, and compared to White Lotus, and when you see, and how they're similar but different, but in a similarity of. If you think about Logan Roy or not Logan, uh, Kendall's birthday party, right? Yeah. It it's opulent. It's like a one percent of one percenters celebration for a birthday, and then at the end, he's lonely and sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, you know, you're they have problems like everybody else, but you sometimes gloss over it because of the money and mm -hmm. everything else. And I think that's where, uh, for me, just in 
you know, they never leave the hotel to eat because they're not there to get culture and no. explore the city. They're there to do the same thing that they do at every White Lotus hotel and like stay in the resort and eat and we go to the beach and, and just get catered to. Yeah. So oh, <laughs> it's, it's interesting just um, the way he covers covers that so yeah and I, I do i do want to backtrack it wouldn't be like roman roy on holiday because he's much more of a sexual pervert it'd be more like if if uh tom and shiv went on vacation i just see them as the husband and wife in the next season <laughs> oh we, uh, yeah a crossover we get uh <laughs> matt uh what's his name uh, that plays tom yeah. um we get the them as the husband and wife and they're oh. <laughs> they flying in the roy helicopter and uh, or the <laughs> Um, no, it's a, I mean, even though he taught, and I love Mike White said at the end, it was like first season was money. Second mm-hmm. season was sex. Right. Mm-hmm. And what he said, something about the third season, I forgot. Was they want to do, something. uh, it's going to be based around death and Eastern, uh, oh, yeah. spirituality. Yeah. So that means they're going to Asia somewhere. Yes. If it's Eastern spirit, I I was kept waiting when you told me to watch the interview. I was like, he's going to reveal where they're going to go next, right. but, which he kind of probably did. I would guess probably Hong Kong or Tokyo or Indonesia yep. or Singapore uh, or yeah, it, it'll be one of those major, you know, think of wealth, right? Like where do they yeah. blow cash Macau. In, in East Asia? Exactly. It might be Macau. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's so, a good that was a good pickup at the end of this, but um, I just this, I mean it was I the the hype that I had leading up to watching this finale was at the top. I mean I, I Game of Thrones level. I was so hyped for it. I can't I can't. Yeah, lie. yeah, same. I mean we were texting like you know who was going to die. What do you think is going to happen? You know we were going back and forth mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday before the show, and it was like. And and the funny thing is, is in the end, it doesn't really matter in this show. I mean, it no. does more this season because yeah. like Tanya's the main character, but it's <clears throat> it wasn't the driving force of the show. No. And they set it up where you didn't feel bad when Tanya died or no, I didn't No. Um, and I laughed when she fell overboard and I don't like <laughs> yeah. Blanca's like, Oh my God. And I'm like, that's hilarious because it like, we're sitting there watching and Blanca's yelling at her, like climb down <laughs> a ladder, you know, like <laughs> do something like, don't just try to jump over into the boat. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so I don't. Not, I don't think either of us predicted that Tanya was going to die. No, it seemed too obvious. Yeah. But yeah, and it, let, it, let, let's talk about the breakdown of the episode, right? Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. there's three storylines that are going on, right? The the two couples, yep. the DeGrassos, and then Tanya and Portia, and it obviously opens back with uh, Ethan and Harper right are just at each other like he's like imagining like 
she's having sex with Cameron while they're laying in bed. And he's, he's yeah. literally just losing his shit. Yeah. And then ultimately she cops to like, they made out like her and Cameron. Yeah. Did. And so he like, yeah, goes it was to interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was so. It, it, to me, it was interesting that she finally confessed and I guess it kind of goes to, you know, they, they spent the whole series talking about how they always tell the truth mm-hmm. or they, they don't lie to each other. And for them, that makes them a successful, happy couple. Right. And then and Ethan like could just tell that she was lying. Yeah. And just like she could tell that he wasn't telling the full truth either. Yep. And one, it just took so long to dig it out. Um, each time it was driving both of them crazy. Yeah. It was just, yeah, he, he took forever to tell her it, that they hung out with hookers and he gave, you know, little tidbits of information over a whole conversation. She did the exact same thing and neither one believe each other, I think. like. <laughs> and do you think that, like, she really did kiss him or do you – part of me still is even thinks that, that she was just still making that up, but – I'm guessing, I guess she probably, it's kind of left up and you don't physically see it. So it's still left up to interpretation. But yeah, there was part, I, there was part of me during that episode where I was thinking like, because then, you know, Cameron go or <laughs> Ethan goes and confronts Cameron in the water and they start <laughs> fighting and you think, oh, my God, oh, Cameron's going to drown. And then yep, here, here it the is. guy goes. <laughs> The guy goes and break up with the fight, and then it's like, oh my god, Ethan's gonna drown because then he's gonna get Ethan <laughs> in the water, and then, yeah. and then okay, and then the guy breaks it up, and Ethan goes back, and Cameron just like kind of chuckles and lays on his back in the water, and you're like, yeah, and I'm thinking, like, part of me was thinking is is like was Cameron and Harper and Daphne setting that up so they get a divorce and Harper gets money. Right. It was right. kind of, I was thinking along the same lines as Greg and Tanya and this whole setup with infidelity to get a divorce, to get money out of the will. Right. Mm, mm-hmm. Which didn't happen exactly like that for the Tanya part, but <clears throat> I, it, and what, what, what do you think happened when, um, Ethan talked to Daphne on the beach and then they walked to the, um, the crazy dead lady. mountain area. Yeah. 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 First off the bat, I think, I think that um, Harper and Cameron did at least smash for like a minute Um, because later (laughs) at dinner, he's like, it was really nice to finally meet you like properly. And her eyes are like huge. (laughs) <laughs> and she's like you're an idiot and she's like he's just blatantly rubbing it in ethan's face and she's like dude shut the fuck up yeah for me that was kind of the evidence but i think that so <laughs> ethan went to daphne and she's like hey what's going on tell me tell me what's wrong and he's like yeah i think harper and Cameron did something and she's like well don't be a victim blah 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 and she basically was like giving him the look that like i get it so do you want to get back at him and just hook up with me and then leads him onto that island. I think they totally smashed. I mean, it makes sense too because um, 
they were with Mike White saying this this season was about sex. Mm-hmm. And so that just opens up the possibility. We already know that Daphne has a blonde hair, blue eyed kid from <laughs> yeah. a trainer. So what's holding her back? And she knows. And that'd be like, I know Cameron. I know Cameron did something while you were gone. I know she probably he did something with Harper. So, yeah, let's not play victim. Here's how I cope with it. Yep. And and we see how that wraps up. Like, it is so weird when they went to they joined him at dinner. Oh my gosh, yeah. And they're just acting like nothing happened. And her, uh, Cameron and Daphne yeah. act like nothing happened. Yeah, Cameron and Ethan both have like shiners. Like they both like beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah. really glad you guys are here. Cheers. And the other one's holding up glasses for like 10 seconds is Daphne yeah. and Cameron. I'm like, oh, just get up and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Why even come out? Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I guess Ethan just takes Daphne's advice and then they smash. Uh, then Ethan and Harper smash. And then, you know, you see him at the airport at the end, like all lovey dovey on right. each other, like Daphne and Cameron. Yeah. So. It's, as soon as like Ethan gets back from, <clears throat> uh, I guess they get back from dinner and she's like, who are we? And then they like yeah. start really hooking up, like for the first time, like really intimate. It's like, okay, they've kind of found their way back to each other. Yeah. We just <laughs> had I to did... cheat on each other or be yeah. jealous. They they both feel so bad for like like betraying each other. They're like, okay, we're we're back in this thing. Like, uh, yeah. I thought it was interesting, and it's just a wild card. I, I'm just throwing it out there. But they're sitting at the airport, right? And you see Cameron and Daphne, and they're you know hu- you know hu- loving on each other and all of that. And then you see Ethan and and Harper, and she's kind of like laid back a little bit. <laughs> Dude, she's almost got her hand. I I'm not saying she's pregnant. Just the way. She was holding her hand on her fucking stomach. I'm going to laugh when a little Cameron pops out instead of a little Ethan. Uh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm throwing it out there. It's a crazy wild card. As soon as I saw the scene, I was like, that's a hint. I don't know. But just my thoughts. Yeah. But, Except yeah, we'll probably it, never see them again. Yeah, we'll never <laughs> see them again. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting how those two couples wound up where Ethan and Harper were nothing, you know, wanted to be nothing like them. And now they basically are them. So yeah, they're going to go back to the mainland, right? They're going to go back to the U.S. Um, is Ethan going to invest with Cameron? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does Ethan invest with Cameron? Yes or no? <laughs> I think he does. I think he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of like I think they'll stay in their lives now mm-hmm. um, because of the excitement. And that they bring right, so yeah, yeah. it they redis it helped Ethan and Harper, I guess, rediscover each other or put that driving, uh, not meritocracy, but the mimetic desires, yeah, in play and keeps the relationship active, yep, rather than boring. And they're too they're too young to be this old, right? Harper said it <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Good. Anything else on uh, the the quadruplets? The no, quad? I, I just found it hilarious that they beat the shit out of each other, and then we're just yeah. we're just going to sit down to dinner together. <laughs> yeah. 
But then that leads us to the DeGrasso's, right? Um, yes. You want to give us a take on what happened with them? I'm trying to remember how it started for the DeGrasso's. Well, glad you asked. Um, how did it start? <laughs> um, well, we had, I think it, well, yeah. Well, we have, we can do Mia and Valentina mixed in there as well. Um, yeah. yeah. But, we had um, Mia waking up with Valentina in the hotel, or they've. Oh yeah, uh, morning the house after. cleaners. Yeah, the morning after house cleaner comes in, and uh, thankfully Valentina was hiding Mia. Yeah, uh, and then, um, but Valentina gets dressed and goes to work, and looking a little disheveled. We see Rocco's back on the desk. Mm-hmm. Um, with Isabella and every and Valentina is like, or no, Valentina, she t- kicks Salvador Salvatore <laughs> out, and he's like all upset. Beach club, like front desk, he's like where to next? And he's he's like, <laughs> she said something like, I don't know, laundry or, or like she's just taunting <laughs> yeah. it. She's got this newfound confidence now, and yeah. Before we talk about the Grasso, the Grasso is like. The Valentina Mia story arc, it's fun. It's open Valentina up to be. She's probably had some of the most growth, I think. You know, she's with the help of Mia. Mm-hmm. And now she's nicer and um, more open and free. And even flirting, you know, flirting with Mia, like out in the open this episode uh, a right. few times. Um, and then. With the Mia part, she's back singing, and we see Giuseppe is coming back. Yeah. And <laughs> Valentina fires him uh, so Mia can stay on and sing. And then when that happened, I'm like, oh, shit. Mia's, Giuseppe has mob connections, and yeah. it's going to kill Mia and Valentina. <laughs> like, And I'm like, ooh, I have some characters in play. Well, no, I know Valentina wouldn't have been killed because she was you know, at the beach from the first episode, like when they found bodies or talking to Rocco. So, right. Uh, but I figured Mia was going to get thrown, you know, thrown off a cliff from Giuseppe for, for ganking her job out right, right in front of her because she was sleeping with Valentina. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, um, too, with the Degrassi, with Bert, you know, he gets the hug from her and I kept thinking he was going to like, sleep with her this episode but right. that never happened um <clears throat> oh i know how the degrassi started now um they they go to breakfast and albie's asking for fifty thousand euros <laughs> from from dominic from the bank and yeah and you're like in dom it was a good conversation because dom knows and dom sees right away he's been set up um He's a mark. I mean, I think Dom kind of knew because Dom oh, yeah. has dealings with prostitutes and all that all the time. Yep. Seemingly. But, you know, he is negotiating with Albie and tells Albie, don't be stupid. You're the mark. Mm-hmm. And, and they're negotiating back and forth. And Albie's like, I'll put in a good word for with mom. Right. And 
And Tom's like, all right, I'll do it. And it was just an interesting conversation. I mean, I think, I don't know how Albie is so blinded by the Ponani that he's... (laughs) He's like, yeah. Well, and it is interesting because I, I thought like that it would be more she would, you know, the way they were setting it up is almost like she would go back to L.A., or, mm-hmm. you know, with them. Yeah. And, but she basically, you know, and it's a great episode. It's a great episode for um, Lucia because she gets... Cameron, you know, when they're going to dinner, slips mm. through the envelope with the money. She gets paid, and then right after that, Albie's like, I got your money. Yeah, Dad, you know, I've got the bank account details. Can you just wire the money, please? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, strike two. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, no, and it's it's just, I mean, I guess he's got to see his son go through to get played. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that's the thing, fifty thousand euros probably doesn't mean much to Dominic no, to either. Dominic, no. It, like deep down he knows he's gonna get screwed, but he's gotta let him experience that. I mean it, yeah. it's the it's probably the best case scenario to come out of this versus like bring him home and then Dominic's gotta explain yeah. to like his ex wife why LB is dating the whore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it it's a win-win for Dominic because he just yep. loses out fifty grand, but Albie's going to try to help him, and now Albie will not bring home yep. the whore. So yeah. Um, what it was interesting, you know, so <clears throat> they spend like I think mm-hmm. the last night together, Albie and um, mm-hmm. Lucia. And for this podcast I listen to that call her Lucia in Italian, mm-hmm. it's Lucia and in South America, oh. it's Lucia. But so Lucia, the it's almost like a K, the CH is like, or the CC. Anyway, that's the Italian grammar lesson for today. But Lucia spends the night and then sneaks out. On white socks, boy, in the morning. You think he was still he smashing with his socks on? I think and, that's just hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh, he I, all the time. It that was the biggest pet peeve of the show. Like, take your socks it's off. It's cold on set, for God's sakes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and then you know, you find out whenever. Me and Lucia are walking back through the town. She was, says hi mm-hmm. and waves to Alessio, and he's like a front doorman at like another hotel. And that got me thinking like, Lu- uh, Lucia is running scams at all these hotels, or I mean, what did you oh, pick yeah, up for on sure. that? She at the has end? To be. Yeah, I mean, she knew the valet at the White Lotus. She ran into Alessia, who I don't I don't think where she ran into was at the White Lotus, but I mean she's probably working No no, it was 
Yeah. It was walking through town and it was there was he, him and another guy yeah. in a green outfit were working the entrance to a hotel. Yeah, I, th- I think she's working the town, man. Like first of all, Jackie made a good point. If she had a pimp and it was Alessio, he's not going after her for the cash, right? That Cameron didn't pay her. Let's be honest. The guy's going after Cameron for the payback. Yeah, and he's not going to be No. He's not tailing the client because he doesn't want to mess with the clientele. When she gets back, you know, to the trap house, then he's going to beat her <laughs> to get the money out of her. Come on. <laughs> what was it on the other guys uh, with Will Ferrell? Yeah, so they, I just had these ladies, and they just I helped them with scheduling. That's a stable of, <laughs> stable yeah. of whores. <laughs> stable so, of whores. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was just. Why would he be like following Albie and Bird and and Dominic and Lucia over sixteen hundred dollars yeah. while she's still working another case? Like, come on! Like, yeah, should have seen it all. Yeah, I'm, and I think, I think she's, I think, um, like the local Sicilians, the small time thieves and small time mm-hmm. hookers are just. They're just scamming yeah. the tourists yeah. in any way, right? So, and I think that's probably, I mean, the, the hotels and they're they're just running a scam on anybody yeah. that I comes mean, she, to the she town. S- she said she wanted so. to own a shop. She's never said anything to me about wanting to go to L.A. She wanted to own a shop and then fire the lady working in it. So, should have seen that one coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh poor Albie. We'll get back to him at the he'll, end. He'll be he'll be just uh, fine with his one percent problems with daddy's money. <laughs> yeah. It, it won't be the yeah, first hooker then, he, he probably has to pay to to love him, so no. No. Yeah. For sure. And then Dominic, we see Dominic mm-hmm. calls his ex wife or his wife and she picks up um and says, We'll talk when you get back. Do you think Dominic or I'll ask this question at the end? Um and then Bert, he gets a hard on from hugging Mia, yeah. and then that's it. I thought he was gonna die somehow, yeah. some way, but after hitting his head so many times, it. I thought he'd and, kill over at one point. Yeah, and then we see them in line at the airport. And it was just such a great visual to see the hot Italian right. chick walk by and Bert first, Dominic, and then Albie. And they all, you know, as she passes each right. one of them, they all turn to look. It's like, it's like the apple doesn't fall uh, far from the tree. And I think it's more, maybe more men being also men, valid. you know, in, in the history. But they're that's in all three of it's like <laughs> sex <laughs> it's just yeah. constantly it's like, in their it's mind. like bert said it's their achilles uh, heel but, or more achilles cock than anything else but yeah <laughs> yeah you know it's it was that, that was, was a pretty I good line that. i mean he i i did find it you know he yeah. albie finally realized it, and this was finally transaction transactional relationship he said look if you pay this i'll put in a good word with mom about you and it's like, boom, he's he's yeah. locked in. He gets the game now. And then he tells him the next day, he's like, that thing, I took care of it. The, it's it's done. 
And he's and then they finally say I love you for like the first time in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was interesting. So, and then he, of course, he's like, "Can I? Can I leave? Can I skip breakfast? <laughs> I got to go find my girl that I just bought." <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was yeah. pretty interesting, you know. They three phases of a generation, right? Three generations all living out their phases. Bert trying to reconnect with family who wants absolutely nothing to do with him, even though they don't know who he is. Dominic trying to reconcile his life, which no doubt Bert probably tried to do at one point in his life. And Albie is just bringing up the rear, just falling in love with everything. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another great epic line. I think it was from Bert, another penis line where from earlier on. He said, it's oh, a penis, yeah. not a sunset. So we got we got Achilles cock. And it's a penis. He had some of the best, like, wisdom (laughs) being real lines. Yeah. Um, and then uh, any other thing on the grassy boys? It was really interesting. Just (laughs) after going to visit my family's local town in Italy, and then this happening on this show, I, I. yeah, somewhat connected to it. I thought it was hilarious. Just three guys on a trip, no women, and of course they're all going to get in trouble to some degree. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was really good how they built around that. I mean, it was always competing for being you know the main storyline, but I think we all can can agree that the the final bit that we're going to talk about definitely took over the show. Yeah, why don't you? Um... Yeah, so Tanya and Portia, right? So we know it's the last day that they're going to hang out in Palermo. And, of course, Portia ran off with Jack. um, And they went out partying during Tanya's um, Saturnalia. Um, (laughs) Well, I would say Portia was kidnapped or abducted by Jack. After seeing... um, the title of episode six being abductions. I think we now realize who was actually the one being abducted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, she wakes up for some reason still next to Jack and she can't find her phone. Right. She's like, where's my phone? I, I, it was charging all night. And he's like, Oh, I'm sure you'll find it. And she like tries to like scoot away from him. And he just like pulls her closer in bed. It's just really awkward to watch. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the fact that she doesn't immediately yeah. bounce after he gets told that and or tells her from the last episode everything. Um, and how does she not call Tanya and go straight back to the to the palazzo and pick her well, pick her up? Yeah, you know, that's a crazy thing. Let's be honest. She doesn't have her cell phone, right? Okay. Well, but when Jack passes yeah, she out, had her cell she phone had her cell phone. Before she passed at out. That night, yeah. But let's even be more honest, right? Okay, so she, she doesn't have cash. Fine, whatever. She can't hire a car, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. She goes to, like, breakfast with Jack the next day after he wakes up and he's, like, dismissing her concerns and stuff like that. And he, like, he's like, I'm going to go take a shit. I'll be yeah. right back. <laughs> it was so good. I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take, yeah. I'm gonna go take shit. Yeah. Shit, right? Yeah. And he leaves his, right back, yeah. he leaves his phone right back, on the yeah. table. I'm gonna take a shit, yeah. 
And she like yeah, snatches yeah. it and just walks, I'm guessing like 10 feet, 20 feet away from the table. So she knows Tanya's phone yeah. number by heart because she just dialed it on his phone. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who, do, who knows Second that? Second of all, the hotel, you can borrow the hotel like phone wherever you're staying. Like, hey, can I, can I make a call yeah. real quick? Thanks. Tanya, what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah. But, um, second of all, just run. <laughs> Find the nearest consulate, for God's sakes. Jeez, man. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah. yeah. Who are you talking yeah. to? Yeah. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Yeah. He like snatches yeah. it right off her ear. And she's <laughs> telling Tanya. She's like, I think something's wrong. I don't know. And Tanya's on the boat. Right. But before that. Right. Before Tanya's yeah. on the boat. Tanya wakes up the next morning. She like goes and like she hears all the dudes at the in the dining room like cackling. And uh, walks in and they're all whispering and shit. And they're like, oh, if it isn't the the diva of Sicily or whatever they called her, you know, from the party that night. And mm-hmm. how was Nicolo? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, today's your last day. So he's going to join us on the boat. Um, but Mateo's going to stay behind for whatever reason. Mustache man. Right. Um, so. They like say their goodbyes or whatever, but she's like got her bags packed and then like coming out of her coke high, like from the morning after she's like, ah, yeah. I fuck. I remember seeing something and like goes walking back into Tom Hollander's room. And I thought, yeah, this was another strike for me on the theory corner that it was going to be just a cocaine high. Like either a, she was going to find the picture and it was going to be somebody totally different that didn't look like Greg. Or B, the picture was going to be missing altogether. Yeah. But what happens? She finds the picture, and sure enough, it looks just like Greg. Yeah. Do these I, people not watch yeah. Dateline and all these murder? Like, like if you're gonna set up Tanya, wouldn't you just take yeah. down the yeah. picture of you and Greg? I mean, clearly Niccolo like had a plan to like take her into the back bedroom and like hit it off with her after doing a couple of lines of coke. It's clearly Tom Hollander's bedroom. I'm thinking I'm hide that, hiding that picture like in a dresser drawer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. she confronts him exactly. on it, right? She's like, oh my God, this looks just like Greg. And he's like, oh, that's uh, that's that cowboy from Montana. I know that his name is Steve. But she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, she, he was like, but I haven't seen him in... <sighs> decades really and it's like then why is the picture on your bedside table i don't understand this yeah Yeah. so it's obviously he's just bullshitting yeah i think there's yeah i think there's more to the relationship than meets the eye because even like you know he's met him in his Kerouac days running around the u.s and if they didn't have a relationship for more than like a few months or a year, there'd be no way he would have a picture of no. him at his bedside table yeah. like 30 years later. Like it does. That's why I think there's more like, I think um, they stayed mm-hmm. in touch somehow and who, who stayed in touch with who they were friends or there was more, more than meets the eye. I'm not saying like no. that Greg was gay and was in love yeah. with him either, but they, a, they had some kind of connection. There's a mutual friend that they just right? stay and casually so, in touch through, right? Oh, 
Quentin said, hey, right, you know, you hear that probably once a year and then you really want to get a divorce and you're like, hey, can I get Quentin's phone number? I know he runs scams. <laughs> or they probably ran scams together back in the day. Yeah. When he goes to Sicily like two days before. Yeah. Yeah. Tanya, Greg does. So he, this had, and it was his idea. I mean, I think they, she mentions it in the show, like, well, Greg yeah. wanted to come to she Sicily. She was like, Greg insisted we come and to then, Italy. Yeah. And so it was like, I mean, it was all, it was all yeah. set up by Greg. And I think there's more to him and Quinn's relationship. Yeah. And so, for sure. um, I don't think much happens between after like breakfast and her finding that and <laughs> Quint just dismissing her concerns um, that they're like, okay, time to get on the boat. Right. And I love that they're sitting down mm-hmm. to breakfast on the boat and she's just really anxious. She's like, how long till we get to uh, Terramina? And he's like, Oh, a couple hours. Um, but want to talk to you real quick about this really great investment idea I have. And I'm thinking like, okay, she's not going to get bumped. Right. This is the pitch. Okay, he's going to hit her with mm-hmm. some. I've got this villa. I yeah. need cash. I need help. I need friends. Right? She's yeah. going to be able to walk out of this thing yeah. unscathed until yeah. Nicolo shows up. <laughs> it, it, the, this whole thing was interesting because, yeah, I mean, I think, I think if they, if. Quinn had asked for a donation or something to save the villa. She would have cut a hands down a check. Like yeah. nobody's business. That would be the fastest check she ever wrote. So, yeah. but I think, I mean, but as we know, it was all, or as we assume it was all, I think I mean, it could be Greg, maybe Greg Ooh, owed money to the mafia for some reason. Right. And so, if she's dead and Greg gets all of her fortune, if she's in the, he's in the will, um, then it's a win-win mm-hmm. for, it still works everybody. out in Greg's but, favor. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the, the funny thing on the boat though, like she, the way she was sneaking around and going to, talk to the captain and Tomas Tomaso is like uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a gay yeah. <laughs> like the whole the whole her sneaking on the boat and going like she went to the front of the boat and was gonna go call make a phone call and then she drops her phone yeah. in the, the water like it was just so classic like Tanya started I mean the whole boat scene she's just like yeah. a mess I mean rightfully so she I mean Portia, like, I feel something bad is going to happen. And is, you know, they're talking about the, and they had that conversation while she's on the boat. Yeah. yeah. No, like, yeah, because she calls, yeah, yeah she that's calls what it takes place on the boat and she goes yeah. in the other room. And, but yeah. I love, like, she's trying so to make the, she's like trying to sneak around the boat. She's like, she like walks out to the dinner table. She's like, hi. And then just keeps walking around the corner. And then you see her just like scamper. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She takes off and then she she like like <laughs> runs back alongside the boat and then when she gets like around the she like starts walking and yeah, then walks like, up oh, the stairs. 
like breathing really yeah. heavily. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Tommaso, these gays down here are trying to kill me. Can you help me? See, I'm gay too. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so then we get, I mean, all this is happening right. kind of in real time together. <clears throat> and Portia really wants to go. Um, yeah, she wants to go back, back to, to Terramina. Right. And so, and she's like, um, Jack's like, no, come on, I'll, I'll drive you. It's cool. Like, he's like, oh, there's no rush. Be cool. Like, we got all the time in the world. And she's just like, oh, yeah. my God. And then I guess finally he decides to drive her back. But then she confronts him, right? She's like, uh, yeah. What's going on here? And he's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, oh, really? Then why were you fucking your uncle? <laughs> and that's like yeah. when he got serious. He's like, oh, shit. And it's like. His, I expected a little bit more personality change from him. I also have expected his English accent to disappear. I think that would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oh, you can't really, you can't really yeah, get rid of that's that pretty, accent. That's yeah. deep ingrained. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. So he's, well, uh, back, yeah? he like looks at her and he's like, uh, it's my job to, uh, I told you, know, Quinn, give me a job. It's to dry, yes, take care of you. Like, don't worry about it. And now she's like catching on that she's his mark, and she's yeah. screwed. Everybody's yeah. got, everybody's a mark. Yeah, yeah, and you can tell. I mean, he's getting mad mm-hmm. when she confronts him, and he, like you said, he turns serious. And then I think she she realizes she's in deep trouble and you know they take off driving again and they you know now it's dark and dark on the boat and they pull over like yeah. you hear airplanes going by and they're in Catania at like an abandoned warehouse in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah and she's like where are we at and he's like Catania by the airport and he's like basically was like you need to just go to the airport you don't want to go back to the hotel. I can't remember exactly. What yeah, he, he was said, like, "Just leave it like alone. That. They're really powerful people. Um, just get on an airplane yeah. and just get the fuck out of here." And basically, telling her like, um, yeah. "I don't know if his job was a, to just distract her. I don't know if he was supposed to kill her as well. I mean, my God, she just is a loose end." The- well, and that's so for me. My thought. And especially like, you know, early on, it's like yeah. you bought your fucking assistant and, you know, just going back and look at that. And I think, I think Jack was a set up to like For sure. distract her and then, and then B to get yeah. rid of her as well yeah. as they're getting rid of Tanya. And I think maybe, I think he enjoyed being with her and like seemingly living a normal life for those couple of days that he like was like get the fuck out of here I'm supposed to kill you know he yeah. throws her phone out the car and it's like I could have killed you or you know I'm thinking like 
I'm supposed to. He's supposed to kill her, but he just right. shows sympathy for her and. Yeah, because he doesn't know what's going down on the boat. All he assumes is that everything's going as planned, and he's just going to take the risk of just telling Portia to beat it. I think he knows what's going on on the the boat. The way it went at the end of the episode. (laughs) I don't think he expected it to be as big as a clusterfuck. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) You don't think fucking (laughs) Jason Bourne was coming? She was going to come out put on some makeup and Jason Bourne came out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he a liked her to some degree, yeah, and a, I think he knew he was so far gone in terms of like how deep he was with Quint, and because Quint helped him out of a pretty bad jam, whatever it was. We never found out, right? Um, deep fucking, fucking hole, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> and fucking hole, yeah. So he was just like, deep, so fucking no deep, retribution, deep fucking <laughs> kind of like Lucia, man. Like you think she's gonna like return her life around yeah. and just go with with Albie, but she's like, she's so no. deep ingrained yeah. into like Sicily. There's no, she's not leaving. Just like, just like uh, Bert said to Dominic, yeah. Yeah. Dominic was like, you think, who would I be if I stayed around here? And, Do- and Bert was like, you'd have left here a long time ago. <laughs> like there are people who stay and there are people who leave. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Lucia and Jack are just people who stay. Yeah. So, Oh, for sure. Um, and so that kind of leaves us with, um, and, and now we go to, to the, yeah, the main and event. They, they, they have yeah, dinner, man. right? They're it. having a good time. Uh, Nicolo shows up and, uh, guess, uh, guess Tanya's not much of a lasagna person. According to Quint, she just doesn't even touch her dinner. I don't know why. <laughs> um, dude, you can't tell me these guys didn't see some writing on the wall that she's catching on. Are they just dealing with dumber, yeah, older women who just are so oblivious? Because come on, she's catching on. She's taking weird phone calls. She's running around the boat. Yeah, she's not going to go anywhere. But anyways, <sighs> they're sitting down, and then like, yeah, I, th- I don't think. I mean, it... no, no, it's just no. Go they, ahead, they're go sitting ahead. down to dinner, and it's like, <laughs> like Nicolo like looks over at Quint, and he's like, "Give me a minute. Like, I need to go take care of something." And he like has his bag. Yeah, let me go check <laughs> let me go the make bag. Sure yeah, let me go just make, make sure. Let me make sure that I got my still packed with rope and my gun condoms. And, and let me just make sure I have everything before I got to take Tanya back to the mainland. Yeah, um, there was no reason to check that at all. And he like takes it from no. off the dresser and puts it on the side table in clear view. <laughs> That was my biggest yeah. nitpick of the episode because he could have went, I got to go to the bathroom, like, and literally hid the bag from view yeah. and then go check, make sure he had everything, you know, to go. Um, and then the other, you know, so then he checks his bag, leaves it out, and Tanya's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And, or because they're like, you're yeah. getting irritated with her because she's like, oh, we can have another drink. Yeah, like, no, like, I think well, it's time to go. And she's like, oh, let me go to the, the mainland. Here you go. And she's like, can I have one more glass of white wine, please? And he's like, we have all the time <laughs> in the world. Just like the mouse is in the trap. Quint thinks like there's no way she's going to get out of it. And she has her glass of wine. Yeah. And Quint finally like puts his cigarette out. He's like, it's time for you to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think at some point he's just yeah. he needs to get it over with. And you know, she goes in pretending she's gonna use the bathroom, takes the bag, 
Tim runs yeah, into another it. room <laughs> and, and then is so pulling out pulls out like a like a bow line, a, yep. a nautical rope duct tape. and duct tape and his <laughs> yeah. gun. Right. And so Blanca actually had a good question. She's like, well, they're on a boat. So besides the gun, isn't the other normal? Cause like we have ropes True. like that on the thing, yeah. duct tape. And they, Why I mean, not and to take a boat ride like, with you. Maybe on <laughs> my boat. Yeah, maybe on my boat, but yeah, not in a right. super yacht, right? Like that shit's kept down in the galley. Like <laughs> if there's problems with the, yeah, the guys below exactly. deck, Mediterranean yeah. show, or there's a boat there. and they've got first mates. They got that shit somewhere else. Um, Nicolo has no reason to have rope and duct tape. Yeah. No, and I mean, well, he does have True. a small boat, right? So it makes sense. He could, but it. He needed the the line to tie when they dock up on shore. So, but I think I mean just obviously the perception. And then is it Nicolo that yeah, knocks on the door? It's Nicolo and Quint um, at the door to some degree because you hear Quint like yeah. from outside the door go, "You know that's not a bathroom, right?" <laughs> Horrible British accent, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, it's Quint like, like yeah, it's no, Nicolo like, knocking mate, on yeah. the door and like trying to. Basically, break it, break it down. And she's got the gun, and she's yeah. like, "Just a minute, just, I just need a minute." And she's just like closing her eyes, like pointing the gun at the door. <laughs> and then um, I guess yeah. that's when Nicolo like breaks in the door, and she just starts pulling the trigger. I don't think she opens her eyes. Does. The entire sequence. <laughs> Not until she gets out. And she takes out yeah. like four she like, dudes. She like shoots Nicolo twice at the door, then walks out, and is still eyes closed, shoots um I don't not Mateo, but Quint. the other guy, um DDA. Um and then Yeah, uh yeah. and Dr. Evan yeah, exactly, Brown. Yeah. Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah. DDA, the and French then, guy. And then shoots Quint. And we, of course we don't know who she shot, but because we literally had the subtitles on and all all I loved it because the subtitles was um, scurrying, uh, stampering, bang, bang. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, my God, somebody was running <laughs> and got shot. She doesn't have her eyes open. And then um, she opens them, right? And that's that's when she sees uh, she shot Quint. And he's just. But she's asking him, like, uh, what did she ask him? Is Greg having an and affair? <laughs> she asked him something. Oh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Is Greg having you. an affair? Like. And no, the fucking like I started cracking up laughing when she's like, "Is Greg having an affair?" And he goes to open his mouth and just blood just like spits out and drools down his thing. It's like, dude, he's no, not gonna no, answer your not. question. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of there. And then she like, like looks back and Nicolo's just like dead at the door. What a, what a... <laughs> yeah, and then the other guy that she had to ask his oh, name yeah, again. That's right. She yeah, didn't yeah. Remember his name. He like pops out and then runs, runs and jumps off yeah. the boat and starts swimming. And then the captain like, like looks, we don't, I guess to, yeah, to like looks down the staircase is, and he's like, oh, and like runs. <laughs> run, and yeah. then that's when Tanya's like freaking yeah. out, <laughs> and and that gets to the best yeah. part of the whole episode. Yeah, she 
she's just freaking out and she doesn't know what to do. And she knows that the boat, uh, Nico's little boat is on the side and she's looking at it. And we saw Nico mm-hmm. climb up like a ladder. I don't know if it was a rope ladder. He had a ladder, but it wasn't there on the side of the boat, but she's hemming and hawing, want to get on it. And then you think, you don't, you think she's not going to get on it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden <laughs> she, she, she's like, screw it. Let me, you can do at least she's like, yeah. you can do this, you can do this. And then all this here is like plop. Fucking goes overboard. And it's like is that okay? Cause I was wondering, like, did yeah. she hit her on the way down? And or like why wouldn't she just swim as she on the water? But yeah, I guess she yeah, got knocked like out. She fell over, over, she hit her head on the side of the dinghy. Hit her head on the boat yeah, or and something. just took it right to the dome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I loved how Tanya, who is like the least actionable character in this TV show, she has other people do stuff for her. She's like, oh my God, <laughs> what am I going to do? I got to get out of here. And then she's like getting to the boat. She's looking over. She's like, I can't get down there. I can't get down there. There's no way. And then she finally decides to to like take action and she falls over. <laughs> Kills herself. I, I couldn't stop laughing. I mean, Jackie called it as it was happening, but it was so funny, dude. Oh yeah! As soon as she was looking at the dinghy, yeah. I was like, "She's dead." Like, got a feeling Tony doesn't know side. how to swim, or to I, begin with. Yeah, I actually kind of thought, to be fair, that like Tomas or the captain oh, was yeah. gonna come shoot her, like you know. But yeah, and then you know, as we uh, we see, then Daphne discovers yep, Tanya. Uh, Tanya, and then the police are surrounding the boat. And obviously, they find the crime scenes, and so I mean, it doesn't show it, but yeah. they're out. Yeah, like the, the, the like Coast Guard boat, so. like passes, like you see them like picking up the body and like the body bag, and you're like, oh, yep, it's Tanya. And then you see the Coast Guard boat in the background, and it just passes behind Quinn's yacht. It's like, oh, they figured it out. <laughs> Um, so that's the yeah. multiple guests. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess in Tanya and then Quint, and they were all guests yep. at one point. So, uh, and then, you know, they were back at the airport and Albie and, <laughs> but Albie and for sure there. And they, meet up and have the conversation and uh basically Portia says oh Jack was a fucking disaster and Albie's like I was scammed. How was that and, I, I uh, don't remember that guy you went with. And they're like can we she was, exchange Portia was like he's he was deranged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they they end up swapping numbers and I love how he's like how's your boss doing? She's like I don't know she hasn't been answering the phone today. I don't know what's about that. <laughs> And then he's like, "Yeah, did you hear somebody?" And they're like, "Did you hear about the dying?" <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, she looks scared as shit. Because as soon as he says somebody drowned, like you could just see the look on her face, like she's about to just start break down crying. And then it was on to, "Hey, let's swap numbers." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she's gonna 
not tell a soul what happened. But I don't know. Uh, anything else on the episode? It was such a great. I have a couple oh, questions excellent. for yeah, you. Yeah, no, I too. Uh, there was no better way for Tanya to go out. I mean, come on. She, I, I even in the post thing that we'll talk about here in a minute. Mike White said, you know, we they didn't want her to go out by somebody else killing her. They wanted her to go out like her own way. She sure did. <laughs> yeah, no, it was the only way she could have gone out with with some like goofy, yeah. stupid ass fall that was completely avoidable after killing <laughs> Jason like, Bourne. The sh- shit. <laughs> out of that they should have hired her for the first jason Bourne movie because she would have accomplished that first mission on the yacht um but no it's yeah. amazing i mean a great ending for jennifer coolidge she'll probably win another emmy let's be honest yeah yeah this was she was actually better in yeah. this season than should have started that uh, spot for poor people just saying yeah yep yeah she'd still be alive um all right, i got a couple questions for you um, who returns, if any, of the cast yeah. for season three? We know season three has been greenlit. Um, who returns? That's a tough question. Does anybody return? If I'm going to put my money on anybody returning, I'm going to say Greg. Oh, so, so you think Greg's not implicated in this murder plot or his alibi is good and now he's touring White Lotus's uh, searching for more or sugar mamas? He, his <laughs> alibi has fallen apart and he's hiding in a White Lotus in Hong Kong. Just a theory. Interesting. Just a theory. Yeah, but I, I think he might be the only one to return. I just what Mike White said in the post, you know, post discussion about you know whether or not Portia will leave it alone, but thinks that maybe somebody could dig into it, um, could happen later. But he didn't really put any emphasis on it. But I don't know. I think Greg could be the only person that still shows up. I mean, he's just he just made five hundred million dollars, give or take. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, I think that my guess would be mm-hmm. Dominic and Ooh. Laura Dern yeah. as his wife because it's Laura Dern's voice. So my thing is that I think Dominic and Laura Dern go to the Tokyo mm-hmm. or the Asian one. Yeah. They're in Macau. So that was my <laughs> thought. Yeah. I Yeah. As like a second honeymoon kind of thing. Or like a, you know. And 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 Lucia shows up on a hooker exchange program. Runs into Shane from season one with his new wife. (laughs) Oh. His second wife. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I I could I could see that. Yeah. Um. All right. Second question. We already kind of talked about this, so it was going to be where is it, but we yep. think it's somewhere in Asia. Um, what was your who was your favorite character of the season? Man, I think I think Lucia stole the show. I mean, 
I thought she did amazing just the way she was playing everything. But I'm going to be honest, Tom Hollander stole the show. Quint was probably my favorite character, just his brutal honesty, even though he was full of shit the whole time. Like when mm-hmm. he first met Tanya, he was like, I'm already drunk. What's going on? Like that just cracks me up. Tom Hollander always plays a brutally honest guy. So I don't know. I think he was probably my favorite character. Yeah. What was yours? Um, I would say probably mm-hmm. Mia and I would say yeah. Tom Hollander, Quint. He was just so delightful and also sinister. I also like maybe it's because I was a week in London. I also like Jack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just for the accent. And he's singing um uh uh blowing bubbles, which is like a West Ham thing. And and so there's a backstory on that, is that like in the two thousands sometime uh, West Ham United, a British a Premier League club, was playing a Champions League match in Palermo, oh. and there was a big brawl between their fans and the Sicilians. So, like him, sh- him, like drunkenly <laughs> shouting that through the streets would probably have elicited like a real fight in real life because of their hatred for the English and the West Ham yeah, fans. And that's amazing. That's that's a good deep cut. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, who is your least favorite character? Uh, oh, I got one more too. Oh, yeah, I thought she Daphne was, was Yeah, great. no, she was good. Sorry. Um, and then, uh, right, probably least favorite think. character. Great acting. Kid just an annoying kid. Yeah. I don't know. Great acting on his part. Yeah, but. yeah I would say. Yeah, I, I was going to say Ethan as well. Uh, any other final thoughts of the no, season and the show? I posted on Instagram Shia LaBeouf standing up and clapping in the theater um, and tweeting at the White Lotus and hashtagging Mike White. I mean, I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, it was – I didn't think it could top the first season, but it was just as amazing, maybe even a little bit better. Um, heavy on the Jennifer Coolidge mm-hmm. on the beginning. I mean, they were going with the hot hand, and it worked. And then you just rolled in the DeGrossos and – and then the four, the the two couples, and it just I think it just worked, and just the whole satirical look at wealth and and sexual politics is amazing. I mean, it's just really good. I've just for Mike White to just be swinging out of nowhere, and he he do and he does this season. It just there's going to be a third and maybe even a fourth season. Let's be honest, it's so good. Yeah, this could be like to me. You could almost do this like as um slow horses where they're just going to keep doing until they run out of books. And as long as Gary Oldman wants to do it and like this thing, you could just do, I mean, you could have 10 seasons with 10 different white Lotus hotels and 10 different groups of characters. And I I would would still watch. So as long as Mike white is cranking out good shit, just keep putting it on TV. It's it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any other final thoughts from your Same side here? No, man. And like nothing else for me. We'll just, um, we'll probably be back later on in the week, uh, to talk about some other stuff. Um, we'll have, we may take a little mm-hmm. hiatus over Christmas, but 
not sure yet when we can fit in schedules, but we definitely were looking at doing uh, like our favorite Christmas movies, um, talking about that upcoming. And then probably the first one in January, we'll probably do our top 10 of yes. 2022. Um, so we'll, everybody get your list ready because uh, we will. So it's about that time of year. We could see what drastically changed since our mid year. That's for sure. Top yeah, I, I expect to see so, some changes on that. Yeah. Yeah. Are, is there going to be some recency biased with, you know, White Lotus and mm-hmm. Slow Horses? And, you know, in, in some of the best shows of the year, you may have shows with two seasons right. out in the same year. Yeah. Slow Horses, Atlanta. Atlanta season three and four came out this year. White Lotus or not White Lotus, Slow Horses one and two. Um, is Severance gonna slip out of our top mm. ten? One of our favorite shows is o- Ozark, Ooh, and that's a good point. Um, yeah, you know you have, and so would it should be interesting. There are so many good shows this year. We're gonna we have to go back and count how yep. many that we each watched because. I think at mid-year, I think I had almost <laughs> yeah. 30 on the list. Yeah, because now we got to so talk Andor. Like... we got to talk, uh, you know, I, I know it's toward the end of the year, but it just started as uh, Welcome to Chippendales with uh, Kumal Najiani. Like, there's some there's some recent stuff that we, uh, we're we still taking in, so it's going to be interesting to see how that changes. Yeah, I agree. Cause... Well, and stuff we haven't even talked about, like uh, yeah. Watch Industry, and Industry Season 2 is out. I just finished industry season one so i'm going to start season two which came out like yeah i don't know during the summertime uh but that's a great show um there's shows that we haven't watched the bear um which mm-hmm. has been critically acclaimed and has topped some of the best lists um there's a lot of shows that we're gonna miss but we'll definitely talk about those so we get into january so a lot of as we kind of hit a break of the weekly following from the white lotus will you know do some um yeah. some of the stuff i just mentioned and as we get into the some some added the new year yeah so. for sure yeah yeah so we're here for you guys on your tv journeys Try to try to recommend what we like, but there's definitely. I mean, Chuck watches some things that I don't watch, and I watch some things that Chuck doesn't watch. Like I've been watching Echo Three on Apple TV, pretty fucking good. Not gonna lie. No, oh, nice. Yeah, see, like, yeah. That's, so I there's, there's plenty of, that, of stuff so. out there. So yeah, we'll 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 bring all that up with our top shows. You know that we watch this year, what we're looking forward to next year, and I've definitely been working on my top five for Christmas uh, movies. So get ready for that because. You know, there's Die Hard to me is on the list. Some people disagree, but I think it is. Yeah. It is a Christmas yep. movie, so. So, but. Uh, or at least I think it's a Christmas. I mean, it, that's yeah, a hotly yeah, debated thing, so. But, yeah, appreciate everybody for joining. You know, you guys can always follow us on Instagram at Pod. You can always listen to us on Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod. You know where they're all at. Tell your friends about it. You can always go to our website, kickingthemedia.com, and you can always send us emails at uh, canwekickitpod1 at gmail.com. And you know, as always, peace.